Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to Shakita's Moments of Truth. This episode was brought to you by SJS Comprehensive Services, where financial and emotional health are the cornerstones to a healthy living. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Stay tuned. Good evening, world. My name is Fakila Johnson, licensed mental health counselor, owner of Brown Sugar Wellness, and I am just so pleased to be here this afternoon on my first episode of Soulful Sisterhood. And I have here in my presence the lovely Miss Shakita Stewart, and I will go ahead and let her introduce herself. Well, welcome, welcome, world. My name is Shakita Stewart, and I am also a licensed mental health counselor here in the Tampa, Florida market, and we are super excited to come here today. So you all sit back, relax, and enjoy because you are in for a treat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sis. So this is an episode that we kind of talked amongst ourselves, um, and it's a kind of difficult one. Right. This one right here is in regards to coping with grief during the holidays, which um, in itself, just hearing grief can be very, very difficult. And sometimes it goes untalked about. Right. So what we wanted to do is we just kind of wanted to give you all some information, um, some thoughts for the holidays, mm -hmm. go over some coping skills for the holidays that just might be helpful um, and also provide you some resources up. Both of us are licensed therapists and we both provide services in the community. So right now, more than anything, um, particularly for the brown and black community, right. um, services I think are more needed than anything um, outside of just this topic of coping with grief. But let's go ahead and get started. So right now we just got through the Thanksgiving holiday. Mm -hmm. And for some, I've been talking to like some friends and seeing posts on Facebook um, and even some of my clients to where it was a big struggle for them. Right. And the struggle was a little bit more different than normal. And a lot of it had to do with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, we are isolated, forced to be isolated. Right. And forced to be with our thoughts. We don't have those distractions anymore. And we don't have those compulsive escape behaviors that we normally use to avoid dealing with our pain. Right. So I just kind of want to go over that. And you jump in at any time. Shakita, in regards to this, um, because we kind of have some groups that we belong to and kind of mm -hmm. see in these posts from other clinicians of color and other groups where they're, you know, identifying with some of the same things with their clients and friends and even family members and themselves. Right. So let's just talk about, well, first what I want to do is let's talk about grief. You know, I know a lot of times, you know, some people may not really even understand what grief is, what, why we have to grieve. So basically, grief is definitely, definitely about loss and healing. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. So the goal of grieving, grieving is to find a way and find a will of what you can do best for you to get through this process. You have lost something significant. So it can be the death of a, of a loved one. It could be the loss of a job. It could be a loss of, you know, your home. So take it out of the concept of just somebody dying. But right now we are going to talk about, you know, of course, death during this time. Right. But I just wanted you all to understand what grief is. And so what we want to do is I think we should first, you know, kind of start talking about some things or some thoughts, you know, for the holidays. Like what you can do to kind of help you as you go through this process of grief. So the first one is really about planning ahead. Absolutely. I think that's important. You yes. know, I think because sometimes when you come into when you come into the holidays, you know, everybody has these traditions. Mm -hmm. Everybody has these things where they know they're going to do whatever. But if you kind of plan ahead, 
it'll help you because maybe that on that day you don't want to do it right i don't feel like it i don't want to do it so if it's already planned out somebody else can step in yeah you know on your behalf or whatever the case may be and let your family and friends know um if you're not in a good space and you're not feeling that same energy that you normally feel or mm -hmm. what you had last year let them know you know this year or this time right now I don't have a lot of energy to give so maybe I want to do something small right versus something right. big or I don't want to have the same traditional foods as we normally do right. um and that's okay so I think that also goes with just knowing the next thing is your limitations no, know yeah. what you are able to give and setting those boundaries absolutely you got to set boundaries you know I, and i'll give you an example i was just talking to somebody last week and one thing that she you know alluded to with her sister is she was able to say it was a, something that was going on during their grief mm -hmm. and they were in they would needed to plan and she said you know what i can't do this right now because she also was dealing with grief from a year prior mm -hmm. so she set those boundaries and she stuck with those boundaries she went into her room mm -hmm. And she did not deal with it at all. And I thought that was, I, you know, I told this person that was really big of her to do that because we don't normally do that. Right. Especially as black women. Yep. If you want to talk about black people in general, black women, we don't know how to just say, I can't. Because yep. I think the perception is going back to that strong black woman syndrome to where right. we have to be the caretaker. We have to make sure everybody is okay. And in that process, we forget that we ourselves have to apply self-care. Right. Self-care matters. You have to be able to sit back and relax and be able to say no. Right. And be okay to say no and don't worry about having to justify saying no or be able to, to say no and be okay with everybody may not accept and understand right. that I'm telling mm -hmm. you no because I'm not in a good space. And a lot of times others, when they're used to those dynamics of you just saying yes i'm gonna do this yes i'm gonna do this yes i'm gonna do all the cookie yes i'm gonna do this yes we can host everything at my house and then when you change and you set boundaries people are not gonna feel comfortable accepting that and then they may get to the point oh you acting funny yeah i'm acting funny because now i'm being selfish in a good way and i'm thinking about myself so all of that matters um with knowing your limitations and like shakita said setting those boundaries um something else make changes understand that your circumstances have changed so you have to be able to make those necessary alterations in the holiday plans to accommodate those changes and not all the time those traditional um plans that you do or even those traditional dinners are okay mm -hmm. um so it's okay to create new traditions mm -hmm. Do things differently. Um, that way it will decrease some of the stress. Right, right. All right. So the next one, uh, one thing we wanted to talk about is asking for help and accepting help, y'all. That is significant. We don't do that. We do not ask for help enough. We think that because traditionally we took on these roles, we did these things that we just have to just do it. And it's okay for you to say, I can't do it right now. Mm -hmm. Like you said, Keila, no, we're not going to have dinner at my house this year. Right. Somebody else is going to host it. I don't want to do, I want to bring a dish. If I bring that dish and just show up and just show up, I don't want to do it. I don't have it in me. You know, another thing too, that I, I think too, is also, again, that kind of ties into asking people for help, Absolutely. you know, informing others of what you need, you know, even reaching outside of your family. Cause I know sometimes too, the grief can be going on between, you know, all of the, the entire family members. So mm -hmm. you may not be able to go to them and say, 
hey, I need you right now, but you can't go to somebody outside of your home. Now, another thing that we want to talk about uh, with you all is just really being, you know, kind of building, making yourself flexible. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be like, we have to do this at this time and it has to be this. Sometimes it is okay for you to just say, I don't have an agenda. And I just simply want to just move how I want to move and get up when I want to get up. I don't have to get up at 8 a.m. to do this. You don't have to do that. And lastly, I think what's important, another great tip for you guys is to really give yourself permission to just be. To just say, I am just here. My moods might change. Like we might be sitting together and I might start to cry. It is okay for me to be me. All right. I might be just emotionally overwhelmed at that moment. And it is okay. You know, grieving is natural. It's a natural way for you to heal your mind and your heart. And you have to allow yourself to give yourself that space to just grieve. You know, so I, I definitely think that that's important, you know, as a whole when it comes to adults. But I think we need to also kind of talk about children. You know, what are you what are your thoughts on like kids when it comes to kids? you know, grieving and kids, you know, like how do we get our children through this process? Kiva? What you think? So you have to understand a lot of times children, they react to how they feel through behavior. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you have to, we have to realize as parents or even as adults, aunties, uncles, grandmothers, or however it is that instead of just assuming that they're misbehaving because they're just being disobedient, it's a possibility that they're misbehaving or their behavior is changing because they're struggling. Right. So you got to understand if you're having difficulty coping and you're an adult and don't understand or can't fathom the importance that naturally grief is going to be like that way of, you know, death and the loss of a loved one is like the ultimate, ultimate pain is something that you can't, sometimes you don't have the words to describe it. So as an adult, if you're struggling with that, imagine what, a child is going through where I'm growing up, I'm already trying to figure out how my emotions are, and now I have to deal with this, and maybe nobody's asking me how I'm feeling. Yeah, because it goes back to the whole concept, and I always say that us as adults forget that children are people yeah. too. And that they they're just feel, little people. They're just little people, but they do still have feelings. You and, know, they, so and they need to be heard. They need to be heard. And they may not take the initiative to say, I'm feeling this way, or I'm sadness. And keep in mind, hurt and depression doesn't always come in the form of sadness. It comes in anger, right? Mood swings. It comes in eating. You eating. know, they may, they may pick up like eating disorders. You know, so to speak. Sleeping. I don't. Sleeping I don't. I don't feel like getting up. I'm struggling just to get out of bed and mm-hmm. brush my teeth and wash my face. But now I'm having this rude awakening. So you want to make sure that you don't forget to ask your little people in your life, "How are you feeling?" Not "How are you doing?" But "How are you feeling?" Mm-hmm. And ask them those questions. Um, you know, do they miss such and such? And you know, discuss and talk to them about that because they may be afraid to ask. But if you take the initiative in a caring matter, then they may be a little bit more open to talk about it. And you know what else? I think I think too. What we have to be mindful of is not forcing, not forcing the child to engage in the holiday stuff that you might have planned. Um, like I, like we share with you all to be flexible, allow your child to be flexible as well. Cause they may just not want to participate at all. They may not want to be involved in any of your holiday events and it is okay for them to do that, you know, or they may even have an issue where they're feeling guilty 
about wanting to still celebrate too, you know? So it's your job as the adult in the role to let them know that it's, you don't have to feel bad for wanting to still carry on tradition. Cause this is, you know, what we normally do, but you know, so just kind of talk with them about that. You know, also, um, you can also kind of do some things with them. I know, um, just recently I shared with the loved one, you know, some things that she can do with her daughters during their time of grief, you know, which is like creating a, a memory box where they can mm -hmm. always go to that box mm -hmm. if they are feeling sad one day, but they have these happy memories and it doesn't have to just be written stuff, but it could be trinkets, different things that, you know, that remind you of that person. Ornaments, um, making ornaments. Yeah, doing just anything different, like that. Just yeah. making ornaments. Um, journaling. I'm a huge advocate for journaling. I don't care what anybody say, but they need yep. to write out their feelings because they may not be able to talk about about it so that's a good thing what else you think pictures it's our it's good to reflect yeah looking at pictures um talking about those uncomfortable feelings um and letting them know that it's okay to cry right. or even it's okay to laugh a lot of times too you just said you said something that just brought um to my mind when sometimes a lot of times we struggle and i say we because i've had difficulty with grief myself um with feeling happy and moving on mm -hmm. as if we forgot those loved ones yeah. or so that guilt comes like, Oh my God, I'm feeling happy or, Oh my God, I didn't think about them this day or mm -hmm. something like that. Like knowing that it's okay to move on with happiness or to move on and they may not cross your mind every day, but that's okay. You're right. healing. Um, but that guilt of struggling I can't be happy during the holidays. I just have to automatically go into sadness and darkness because I'm this not giving the, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I shouldn't have the opportunity and it shouldn't have to be that way. Holidays come around, you know, surround yourself around those family and friends mm -hmm. who are going to be supportive and you, you're supposed to laugh. You're supposed to enjoy. That's what you actually, you're supposed to do you that. Know? Yeah. That at least help you in the moods, but again, still acknowledge if yeah. you're in your mood, if you're feeling it, speak that out as well. But when know? kids see how you react, they don't do the feel comfortable thing. to think, yeah. you know, because children watch. Right. They watch what we do. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so I guess, you know, I think that's kind of, you know, in a nutshell, what we wanted to share, you know, just again, just keep in mind that it's important for you all to be aware of the changes in your kids. Most importantly, you know, look out for different signs and different things that may come up uh, because unfortunately, while we're grieving, our children are too. Um, but again, if you ever, if you all need any assistance in any way, you know, if you if you are in a Tampa Bay area listening to this, you know, please feel free to reach out to, you know, to either one of us. Uh, we'll share our information here as well. Um, Keely, you have anything else you want to add before we close out? I think this is pretty much it. Um, just be thoughtful during the holidays. Um, you have to be mindful that holidays are not always going to be rainbows and unicorns for everybody. Smiles, laughs, and fun. So you have to respect the fact that other people struggle mm -hmm. during the holidays. It's not pleasing. It's painful. So allow them space. Um, allow them to feel how they feel. And sometimes just be there for them. Right. So just, you know, be thoughtful for the holidays for yourself and others. Um, but I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Thank you, kind of guy. So that was good. in closing, I do want to provide my information. Um, Brown Sugar Wellness, located at 6408 North Aminia Avenue. And you can also visit my website at www.brownsugarwellnessllc.com. 
on my website, you'll be able to request services and see the services that I offer. Mm-hmm. And also Shakita Stewart, she does provide services as well. So I'm going to go ahead and let you. Yes, yes. So you guys <laughs> can definitely visit my website. I'm at SAS Comprehensive Services, LLC. Dot info and again on there you'll also see the services I offer there's my contact information uh, we would definitely definitely love to assist you during this time and even beyond this time uh, because again grief doesn't just happen during this particular holiday time right we have many many more things to come so other than that until next time we hope you all enjoy and have a glorious uh, end of the 2020 and we're looking forward to 2021 absolutely thank you sis thank you all right bye bye. <laughs>